Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Throw It Batch. This is a podcast where we throw back our favorite wine and cocktails while recapping the most loved and hated reality show, The Bachelor. But FYI, we don't hold back, which means we are talking spoilers, news and gossip, insider info, astrology, and more. You have been warned. I'm Sam. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Melissa. Let's throw it back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Throw It Batch. We have missed you guys. Of course, there's so much crazy stuff going on on the off season, and we are so thrilled to talk about it with you all. We have Melissa back, so we're super excited for that, but even more excited for our special guest. You guys might know her on Instagram as Bachelor Baby Yoda. She makes the most hilarious memes with Baby Yoda, mixing it with Bachelor Nation. So funny. Her account has grown significantly. She's reposted by a lot of people. So welcome. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about your journey as Bachelor Baby Yoda. How did this get started? What has happened since then? Like who have you interacted with? Because it's really grown and it's always so fun to see it on Instagram. I know we're not the only ones that think so. So I think at the end of Peter's season, um, Baby Yoda was really kind of like on top of his popularity um, (laughs) since he kind of came about in November before Peter's season. So I was just sending Baby Yoda memes to everybody. And also I was on the Bachelor Reddit all the time, the subreddit, and their memes are always top notch. So basically just every day I was like bombarded by Baby Yoda memes and Bachelor memes. And then on top of that, there was a lot of like weird stuff being rumored about the ending of Peter's season, uh, particularly when it came to Kelly and like all those weird rumors about women tell all. Um, and I think I just like envisioned a baby Yoda meme that was like, I'm like, that's like the perfect reaction to this. And then one day I just posted like three memes and then it kind of took off from there. Um, yeah, but um, it's been good so far. It's definitely, I think like when I first started, it definitely was kind of a slow growth, but I think once Claire and Tasha's season came about and people were more actively watching and wanting to share things that are related to the show, um, then I definitely would see more growth and more interactions. That is so cool. I mean, you know, people love a mashup and when, if you're a Star Wars fan and a Batch fan, like that's heaven. Have you had any um, people from Bachelor Nation like comment or like repost any of your Baby Yoda memes? Yeah, I've had a few. I would say like the most uh, prominent have been um, Ari uh, reposted a meme and that was really early on. So I think that was before Tasha's season. So I was like, oh my God. And then um, you know how you can go, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but like you can go on your post and see like who has currently reshared that post. And like, I usually like check that every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And usually it's just like me, (laughs) like I've reshared my own post. (laughs) And then there was like two reshares and one of them was me. And I was like, oh, like who, who's the second one? And it was Ari. And I was like, wait, is this real? (laughs) Like I was so like, so that was, um, that was really exciting. Um, And then other than Ari, I think um, Ashley, I, Lauren Zima, um, 
and uh, Kaylee from Matt season, yes. Garen from Claire season, and then Hannah Ann liked, I remember she liked a meme. I wouldn't say that I have any in-depth conversations with contestants or any long conversations. It's like if I share, if I tag them in a story, they can, you know, respond with heart or like it, but I try to keep it very light and positive, not any like in-depth or any like heavy conversations going on. Yeah. I, I always try. Like Mike responded to something um, I posted and he was like, thank you so much. And I was like, great work, Mike. Like, how are you? And he's just like, nothing. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I oh my it. gosh. That, that reminds me that like when he announced his podcast with Brian, mm -hmm. I was like, I commented um, on Justin's, uh, Justin takes the batches post. And I was like, wow, they're really my um, names out of hat now. And then apparently Mike commented back on that. And I was like, oh my God, I guess that's my unfiltered opinion. I need to just like watch out for it. But I mean, I still kind of do think that that was a very random pairing. At least you have like an alias. So you can, you yeah. have a lot of freedom to say whatever you want. I, <laughs> yeah, in a way we do, cause we're three people like all mm -hmm. commenting on one account, but at the same time, I don't want like someone to take the heat or get judged if for my stupid comments. So sometimes I'm like, Oh, maybe I should delete that. <laughs> yeah. I definitely try to like, not uh, get into any arguments and stuff anymore. Um, I mean, unless it's something that's like a very serious issue, um, yeah. trying to keep it light. Um, and then actually recently on my like personal account, I did end up getting into like a weird like com argument in the comments. And I was just like, I really think this is just um, like an, an effect of this meme account and me like <laughs> thinking that I can just comment whatever. And then it's like people I knew were responding and I was like, this is a mess. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, yeah, the well, untold effects of being a meme account. <laughs> God. Well, that brings us kind of into the first thing I want to talk about, which is, you know, we're going to talk about the reality, Steve, whole debacle that's going on. And also just talk about like the toxicity within Bachelor Nation and specifically like the toxic masculinity that goes on. Because you've watched The Bachelor for a while, haven't you? And you've rewatched some old ones, right? Yeah, I've watched it pretty consistently, I would say, like, since Ari's season, and then I, I started with Crystal's season, um, and then after I started, I kind of went back and watched some of the more recent popular ones, so, like, Desiree's is one of my favorites, mm -hmm. and then I watched Juan Pablo's, um, Caitlin's, and, like, that whole era, for sure, and I I love Paradise, that's my favorite, and Winter Games is, I think that was underrated, I don't get why people hate on Winter Games. Oh, it totally was. Um, so, you know, for our listeners that aren't up to date with everything going on in Bachelor Nation because you have a life, congratulations. <laughs> I don't have a life and I don't know what's going on. You guys have to really update me on everything. Like when you miss something going on, it's like, you, it's so hard to like kind of like catch up again. And Bachelor yeah. Nation moves so fast. You're so right, Melissa. It's like, if you miss one thing, then you're like way behind. <laughs> For those that don't know, um, like Melissa knows a little bit about Reality Steve, but we're kind of going to use her as our audience to fill you guys in. Um, Reality Steve had on that girl, Grace, uh, that had supposedly been like texting with Matt slash dating with Matt on this live. And if you follow Reality Steve for a while, he like gets a lot of like, it really seems like he gets off 
by getting involved in these people's like personal, personal drama, their lives, like outside of the show. And it, I mean, listen, like we are a spoiler podcast. We don't have any of this episode. So don't worry if you know, you're listening and you don't want spoilers. Um, so we obviously follow reality Steve pretty religiously because that's where we get our information. Most of the time, I do hope that changes. So chatty broads pointed out in a episode after he had this girl grace on who supposedly dated Matt James that reality Steve isn't completely factual they started bringing up um what happened with like Jenna Cooper who was on Ari's season and she was on paradise she got engaged to Jordan Kimball basically some psychos made up these fake um accounts and text messages claiming to be Jenna and that she had a sugar daddy and they were all sent to reality Steve basically reality Steve was like on a witch hunt for Jenna Cooper this was like a year and a half or two years ago and he it was defamation I mean I honestly think that she could have sued him Um, but it turns out like it was all false and it really really impacted her life because everybody believed it and so when Chatty Broads kind of brought this stuff up he started fighting back And then they started to dig deeper and they dug into his old blog posts um, talking about Jade on Chris Soul's season. Um, She had done Playboy before and his recaps and his tweets, they were all just basically slut shaming Jade and also kind of making fun of the fact that she had admitted that she had been sexually assaulted um, in the past. And he said, oh, that makes sense why she would take off her clothes like that, you know, because she's like messed up kind of thing. Do you remember? Cause you said you watched Chris Soul's season. Mm-hmm. Do you remember all the, or no, you probably didn't even read reality, Steve, if you didn't like spoilers. Yeah. So I didn't read reality, Steve, but Jade definitely was like one of my favorites on his season. And yeah, the, like the playboy storyline was like kind of more so towards the like her hometown date that's kind of when it came in so I wouldn't even say that it was throughout the season like it's not like they were talking about it all the time but yeah yeah, I was shocked to read because I did like when chatty broads brought that up I did go and like I found the post and was like reading back and I was like shocked to read that Mm -hmm. um because it's like yeah I guess all of that was kind of happening and then you know there's like a whole section of the bachelor audience just that just had no idea anything that he was saying about her and it was terrible chatty broads had both jenna cooper and jade tolbert um on their show last week each individually to talk about their experiences with reality steve and the thing is is that like if you're a contestant on the show you're afraid of reality Steve you're afraid what he's going to dig up on you um and so no one has ever felt comfortable really speaking out about it but when they had uh Jenna on like lots of tears she talked about how she even considered suicide at one point she felt like the entire country hated her everyone was calling her a whore a sugar baby and it was like the proof that he had the doctored texts were so like any normal person who knows how to text message would know that like it wasn't true because the bubbles didn't make sense like the blue bubbles that were supposed to be Jenna were like actually not the blue bubbles it like it was completely inconsistent and you know like what anybody can do any sicko can do like I can text Melissa and change her name in my cell phone to Hannah Ann Sless right and I could be like screw you Hannah Ann like and then you know Melissa could reply and be like I slept with your boyfriend I know I'm sorry and like we could concoct this whole thing 
Right. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. you can change, you can even like create a different iCloud account, sign in on it on your computer and message your cell phone and then just save that contact and put like as a, you know, the contact is anybody's name. So you don't even need a, a second party to doctor up your own text messages. Yeah. Use two different phones. I love Colton Underwood. Um, yeah Jesus. we we are in crazy times and like i'm not i'm really not shocked that you know reality steve is getting heat for foul play and like terrible things because also i mean when you look at just everything that everything in the media from like 10 years ago i wish i never threw out my old tabloids yeah that mm-hmm. i have because the tab, I have tabloids that literally on like the front cover was like comparing Hillary Duff's boobs to Lindsay Lohan's boobs, mm-hmm. like from the early two thousands. I have like all this, and I'm like, wow. Like, I remember there was a girl on TikTok who posted like old magazines that she found. I'm like, I wish I never threw out mine because I remember all these really twisted, clickbaity magazine covers we used to like that used yeah. to be the norm. Definitely. And then Perez Hilton, like if you look at what he used, I think he de- he deleted a lot of his stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. And the thing with Reality Steve is like, it should have ended there, but more yeah. people started coming out. Demi Burnett from Colton season went on Brian and Mike's podcast. Um, and she also tweeted first that when Reality Steve like made an apology after everyone came out and was like, he's been terrible. He made an apology and said, it's not him anymore. And she's like, literally so recently you were texting me saying that you need to talk to me on the phone. And she automatically thought that he had some dirt on her. So she got on the phone with him and he goes on to tell her explicitly about a sex dream that he had about her. And then he texted her after and said, I wouldn't have told you if it wasn't good. Ha ha. Please don't tell anybody about this. So she had those receipts And he claims that, you know, he didn't know that it made her uncomfortable. Obviously, he knew he was doing something wrong because he didn't want to put it in writing over text message and wanted to talk to her on the phone. So all of that has come out. Um, Caitlin, I know, like, because me and you have always really followed him so closely. Like, what are your thoughts on all of this kind of coming to light? Yeah, so there's also a little bit of more like a longer lead time to how this whole thing started that I just want to mention too. So when Reality Steve had that girl who lives in Miami, who's friends with Matt, who they were like texting on the show, Chatty Broads said in an episode that they disagreed with Reality Steve. They don't think that that's really cheating. They disagreed with his take on the thing, on the whole situation and said that, you know, it was wrong that he's trying to like put this like, I don't know if smear campaign is the right term, but just like make Matt look bad because he isn't officially dating anyone, blah, blah, blah. And then Reality Steve came back and said that he heard their take and he thinks that it's crap and he stands by that he thinks that it's wrong what Matt has been doing. And then Chatty Broads had an episode talking, saying that they heard that what Reality Steve had said that he thinks their take is bad and then they dove deep on his past blog posts. Um, so it was kind of weird. There was a little bit of a like fight in the podcast world uh, yeah. between them. And then he's, they start, Chetty Broads um, started digging deep on his past problematic blog posts, which were very sexist and very um, not great towards women and should have been taken down a long time ago. I have been a longtime reader and fan of Reality Steve. I was not, um, I was completely aware of these blog posts 
he's addressed them before. And obviously I don't know him personally. I didn't know the situation with Demi until she shared that. But um, you yeah. know, he had addressed these blog posts before his past writings say that and said that he's changed and has apologized for it and said that he reached out to the people. He never deleted them, which is mm-hmm. not really great because they were like, still are we doing enough. Taylor Nolan again? Like, why are these people yeah. not de- deleting them? I mean, I it's just ugh. Yeah, but so I was completely aware of that and knew that he had a problematic past and obviously was very uncomfortable with that. I started watching after Chris Souls' season, so I wasn't in the thick of it with Jade. Um, I obviously think she's adorable and like her, um, but I wasn't really living it during that time. Um, but since, you know, I I knew, and of course I knew the stuff with Jenna, and then he had Jenna on his podcast for like a two hour episode, apologizing and talking about everything. I also think there was a little bit more there than just those BS text messages. Mm-hmm. He obviously, he did not do a great job of vetting his sources. That is a clear fact, but he did follow that up and think that he was going down the right path based on more than just those doctor text messages. There were, he said phone conversations and all this stuff. Again, he was completely in the wrong, but he did do more than just look at those. Anyways, all this to say, um, yeah, I was completely aware of his problematic past and everything with Jenna. And I did really believe his apologies. And I mean, I read his stuff for spoilers. Like I'm not friends with the guy. He's not someone I look to to follow as a citizen in our world. Um, But then hearing about the dummy stuff is something that just put a little bit of a wrench in the situation because he's saying he apologized, he changed. These blog posts were written years ago. And then here's something that he did six months yeah ago, pretty recent ago. and I will say this too I have gotten in a dm fight with reality Steve before um oh, wow. it was very exciting actually I was like oh like so why with you I know I was like <laughs> why are you like choosing to argue with me like I'm nobody like get a life man but so one of the ways actually baby Yoda we met me and Caitlin at least is we're in this Facebook group um called mm-hmm. uh it's like a spoiler group and okay. Um, there was some girl in there that posted and was like, OMG, it was either her best friend or her sister or something works on The Bachelor. And is like, I have something so excited to share with you guys. Claire is going to be the next Bachelorette. And everyone was like, that's crazy. Why would it be Claire? Like, that is the most random thing. Somebody screenshotted it, which you're not supposed to do in that group. Big no-no. And they sent it to Reality Steve. And they sent the whole thread and they didn't black out anybody's name. So he just posted it as is with all of these people's names. What? Yeah, including the girl that like gave the tea. And then the girl's freaking out, you know, her friend or sister, whoever it was, I think she got fired, um, like won't talk to her anymore. And everyone oh. is like, spam reality Steve and tell him to please take it down and at least blur out the names. Like you're like hurting Awful. people's lives. And he, I was fighting with him about it. And I was just like- <laughs> I was like, as a journalist, like, you're not supposed to do that. Like, you should know that. And he was just like, hey, I get what I get. And I post it. Maybe your little friend shouldn't have run her mouth like that. And I was just like, why are you talking to me like this? Yeah, You guys never told me this part of the story. I like totally forgot. It was like, uh, it was like a year ago, I guess. Um, So yeah. And you know, it's like, the thing about bachelor nation that a lot of like newer people don't know. Cause I've been like, I used to lie. <laughs> yeah. 
is that it was like, it definitely is toxic now in a whole different kind of way, but the toxicity going back to Chris Soul's season and even mm-hmm. before by people like Reality Steve, like Twitter, and I live tweeted every week. I've stopped since because it got so toxic. And then I found myself saying things about people that I was not proud of to, because that was the environment on Bachelor Nation Twitter. Like that's right. what you were supposed to do. And Sean Lowe's guilty of it too. Like you should see some of his tweets. It was like the, the culture. We're um, all guilty of saying that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the, that's the, when you can say anything you want with the hit of a button, it's, you, there's no way you're going to have a clean slate. So people need to like, kind of like let a little bit more roll off, you know, Yeah. Than, than we do today, because that's just the reality of it. And it used to be, to be mean was funny. Like that's, and like, yep. we had this like shock value type of humor that we're trying to disintegrate now, which is good. It, it was a different world and it's like not, an, and it's not an excuse, but it's, it's evident in a sense, you know? Yeah. And I think like, especially, I mean, after Crystal's was Caitlyn's season and mm-hmm. like, I know she received like, uh, you know, a lot of people were saying really terrible things about her, especially about like her, you know, bringing Nick on and sleeping with him mid-season in the bathroom or something right yeah like, it was just like it was in her yeah it was in, in her the, hotel room but it was yeah. like before fantasy suites so oh, I just right, remember right. like they, and, people were saying such terrible things about her and then it's like I think that you know it, on Twitter if you say stuff like that like that's the tweet that's gonna get mm-hmm. more likes and retweets and you know more attention but you know if you're just like Caitlin's okay you know nobody's gonna really pay attention to it so I think her season I think really spun out of control on social media yeah and that's the pathetic thing is that you 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 say these things to get the retweets and the likes but it also could be something that people can revisit in the future and like ruin you for it and honestly we praise Caitlin for what she did we Mm -hmm. I praise her for that it makes me like the franchise I loved that she showed that and like now look at them. They're trying to kind of like remaster that with Katie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just do want to say that like my old tweets, like not, I went back and looked through them just to like, what did I say? And it really wasn't, there was one that I saw that I was like, that was out of line. Um, but it wasn't even that bad at all. It like, wasn't what reality Steve was saying, but you know, it was, he really started this toxic culture. I mean, maybe he doesn't realize it, but like, he did and I don't think he started it but he definitely like um invested a lot into like you know what I mean he's definitely like one of the OG I would say people in bachelor nation that influenced like the people to speak this way um at the end of the day like and I know this is kind of a mean thing to say but this is just my hot take like I think reality Steve was probably a kid that didn't have a lot of girls like him, probably wasn't very popular, you know, maybe didn't have a lot of friends. And now he's taking his opportunities. Like people want to give me information. Like people want to talk to me. And it, the way that he speaks about women, it certainly sounds like he kind of has some very negative preconceived notions about them, likely from his past. Well, the irony is that when I came into play in this whole batch universe, I saw someone who was very timid and trying to play like by all the rules because of this cancel culture. So I'm like, I kind of laugh because I can see like the, how most, I mean, I, I can't say that he hasn't evolved, but I can certainly say he's evolved out of fear. 
at the end of the day, Reality Steve wasn't giving us that many spoilers the past couple of seasons. So um, exactly, like- he is wrong. So I mean, I had like a discussion with like some um, other uh, Instagram people about this, but like he's wrong so many times and then he like changes it. Right. Cause like we, we like, we're a spoiler podcast. We could do the same. I mean, if anyone gives us a clue, we're going to like mention what, if someone allows us to share it, well, we're going to mention it, but we, we have to constantly say like, we don't know until, but that's kind of why we don't care about spoilers because you still like are going to watch to see if the spoilers are right or wrong. Yeah. I also just want to say something about like the whole Ashley Spivey and reality Steve thing. Of course, like none of us know these people in real life. I'm just going based on what they've said and shared with the public I do believe they have a genuine friendship and that they are still friends you know she's pregnant again after having a horrible um journey um and obviously like the hate and the like drama that was coming to lives even before after this stuff is just always insane and then with everything that happened they just decided that it wasn't good for her to like keep it up. Totally understand. Like, I really do think that she does support Steve and like Steve, she, the Chatty Broad girls even said that they talked to Ashley and Ashley talked to them. I mean, as we've said, absolutely known as perfect reality. Steve has done some horrible stuff in the past. Um, I do believe that like people can change and she, I really trust Ashley's opinion. And she said that she's seen like a lot of work from him over the years and I mean, I would love in the future for their lives to pick back up. I did enjoy, I did enjoy tuning in and watching those. I really like Ashley and, you know, Steve is not a perfect person and I hope that he can learn and grow from this. And my like advice to him would be keep out of the personal stuff with Bachelor Nation, like report on the spoilers that you get. And that's that, like. Yeah, and just one other part of the puzzle too is Tasha on clickbait. She, like Tasha. I don't think I've ever heard her in all of the interviews and all of her podcasts and all of the hours of TV I've watched her in. I've like never heard her speak poorly about anybody or say that she hates anybody. She said on clickbait, I hate this man. And, you know, I mean, do you guys remember when he brought her ex-husband on his show? Like, you know. Oh, wow. I I never got to listen to that episode. He had her ex-husband on. Of course she hates him. I mean, that was a lot. Yeah. It was, (laughs) it just, it's, it's very deep. Um, You know, we'll continue to keep you guys posted, but, and, you know, it's just his response is always, it's been, um very like defensive so maybe he can tone that down a little bit and make some changes going forward but in the meantime if you guys have any spoilers send them to us Um, (laughs) yeah you guys are the new reality let us be the new reality (laughs) yeah dreams come true uh reality three oh (laughs) yeah like that it sucks like he's gonna still be a source of information like we're I, i can't say i'm going to not check what he has to say for me, I just want him to stop, you know, saying like, I'm hundred percent certain that, you know, Matt did this when it's like actually based on some email that he got from like anonymous source, you know, yeah. that yeah. I think that he makes it seem like he is 100% sure about everything. And then that's why people believed the Jenna thing, you know, mm-hmm. because they were like, wow, he seems to really and the Victoria Fuller thing, you know, yeah. I mean, I personally still don't really believe that because he never um, provided any sort of information, but he's just like, I have it. I have it. So yeah. I think he just needs to stop saying like, I'm hundred percent sure. And maybe say like, this is what 
the spoilers that I received. Yeah, they should change his name from like reality Steve to hearsay Steve because that's all (laughs) all just hearsay. I don't love the petty drama stuff like the sugar babies, the girls cheating, stealing people's boyfriends. Like I don't care about that stuff. I want to know who's the final four, who's the winner, who's the first impression rose, what crazy stuff happened during the season. I love like when he gave us the huge twist with the Bachelor announcement that there were going to be two seasons with Michelle and with Katie he was the first one to break that I thought that was awesome like I want those types of spoilers like Steve stick Mm -hmm. to that hopefully we'll see a change and I want more fun spoilers about the show who cares about all these people's private lives come on what's important is that Demi Jade and Jenna got a chance to like put their stories out on the table and get like have everyone see the transparency of the situation instead of like giving this person all this like invisible power that he had you know let's move into kind of what's going on with um matt right now so matt i just still can't with the beard like i cannot um it is just he still has it Yes, he still has it. And now he's doing like this, like running sponsorship thing with Dick's Sporting Goods. And I texted the girls today. I was like, you guys, I can't stop thinking about how bad that beard must smell when he's like running a marathon. Like, I really can't. Like, it is just, I don't know. He's so good looking. I don't know why he's doing this, but okay. Putting that aside because that's his appearance and his personal choice. And I respect that. Um, (laughs) He is back with Rachel. He made a statement to people I believe that um, he's only focusing on their relationship right now. It was very like oddly misworded. Uh, They've been seen together a lot in New York. There's like photos of them all around. Uh, Batch Baby Yoda. Like, what are your thoughts on these two? So yeah, it's definitely been a roller coaster at first when there was, you know, the rumors that he had flown her out and then been with this Grace girl. Um, I like that really upset me personally. And I just remember being like, wow, Um, even though he was single, I feel like just because you're single to fly somebody out and, you know, treat them like that. I just thought that was not okay. But the fact that she did get back together with him makes me think that maybe those rumors just weren't actually true in the first place. Um, Like maybe he didn't fly her out. I think it it maybe it might have been presented to us in a weird way, I guess, kind of like Chatty Broads was saying all along. Um, But in terms of them, I mean, I it is weird. I think it's I I mean, I do kind of like I, I don't know. I don't think that. I don't see how it's going to work after everything that they've gone through and all of this drama and all the mess and everything that happened, you know, post season. Um, I just, it's not looking good. No. And I mean, it's just like everyone forgets so easily, but like, let's not forget that after the final rose, like, were they put, was Matt just putting on a big show because he wanted to maintain his image and didn't, you know, really want to be associated with her. Cause even people have said that like, 
someone I saw somewhere that like someone took a picture of Matt and Rachel and Rachel was like please don't post that like I want to protect Matt like Rachel knew that she Mm -hmm. wasn't good for his image at that time but I'm just curious that like after the final rose if they were like let's put on a show like we have an agreement where we still love each other but we're going to kind of be hiding until people can accept us which like from Rachel's perspective like I don't think that she needs somebody that is going to want to hide her like that yeah and he didn't even want to hug her during AFR and now suddenly they're back together it's all very weird um but I I mean you might have a point like maybe they are purposely trying to hide it's strange though I I just think that if they hope it eliminates a lot of conversation to just keep everything in like this big gray area and Mm -hmm. I think that they're in a gray area with each other still too just because they're seeing each other doesn't mean that they're like serious I do feel like there's no way you can't trauma bond though after that even though like she hurt him and everything like that like there's still a trauma bond because they've both been wronged by this franchise in one capacity or another that's a great point I agree Mm -hmm. with that so I think they probably do have a bond after like the whole controversy it's so funny, like looking back on that season now, I was listening to Game of Roses today and they were like, nobody is coming out of that season saying, do you want to know what? I really loved season 25 of The Bachelor. That felt good. Like Clues was like, everybody felt dirty and awful after that season. There was nothing fun about it. There was nothing funny about it. It was like just traumatizing to even witness and the way that the franchise handled everything. It was just, I just really hope that Katie's season gets off like I I hope it brings us you know back to a really good place um I've been a very big fan of Katie before she even came on the show so I'm very excited but um this isn't a spoiler because Katie is on social media and all of that but uh her filming ended and it ended early which means I think probably something good I, I think that she's not the first bachelorette to end her season early Women just tend to know what they want more (laughs) and laser focus. And they also know the consequences um, because they have feelings and emotions of sleeping. It's totally okay to sleep with several people on the show. But like if like for Peter, for instance, like he wanted Maddie. And if he knew that he wanted Maddie, like, you know, he he lost her because he kind of slept with several people. So, which I'm pretty sure is true. I mean, let's, I I think Peter probably slept with more people on the season than we even know is my, um, is my guess. Yeah. Cause there was that whole thing about Sydney that was like edited out. Yes. It was, I think it was, I think Victoria Fuller's like, yeah, they fucked in the hot springs. I think that's like, that's what it was. So you know, I, I think that Katie probably just like knew it. That's what the rumors are. It's like, she knew what she wanted. Um, do you guys, from what you've seen from her social media, do you think she's engaged? Like, what do you think's going on? Um, I personally do. Yeah. I think that she's engaged. She seems really happy, um, from like what she's been posting and in terms of like it, the season ending early, I agree with you that it's probably because of a positive thing. I think maybe she just, you know, if she knew what she wanted, maybe like towards the end, and this is just like pure speculation, but like maybe when it got down to the final five, maybe instead of taking, you know, one week to go to four, three, two, like maybe she went from like five to two right away or something like that. And then also because they're not traveling, that also kind of allows for the season to end a little bit early because they don't have to be like 
oh, we have to wait until next week because we have plane tickets to go to Bali for fantasy suites. So you have mm -hmm. to keep three people for another week regardless. So I think, you know, they're all in this resort. Um, I think just logistically, it might have allotted for allowed for her to end it early as well. Yeah. So we're all confident that she's in a relationship right now. Not like confident. It's, I mean, I guess this has been the, the way that the quarantine seasons have been going that we just have such little information, but I agree. She does seem happy in social media posts. And I think she went into it like really ready to find someone and like ready for this next stage in her life. So I'm just so excited to get spoilers from reality Steve from anyone. I don't care. I just want to know. I really just want to know the final four. I'm so antsy. Um, but yeah, she seems happy. Can't wait. Also, I just have a theory. Like, I don't, I don't know. I do think Blake Moynes makes it far. Um, and you know, there's rumors that like she could have picked him. I think he's going to get a Nick Vile edit. I think that like, he's literally going to be on a million bachelor shows and then we'll finally, find love maybe I don't know they do have a lot in common and I think that he's going to be around for a while but he also is Canadian and I was thinking this like if they are together like how are they going to do happy couple weekends like with the borders closed and everything like how did Blake mm -hmm. how's Blake even getting in and out you know kind of thing and yeah I think you know she I don't know if she picked someone else like who knows at this point but I also um heard like there were these rumors that Tasha and E, it was E News. They wrote this like really anti-feminist articles. I kind of what I took from it that Tasha and Caitlin um, were basically like taking the spotlight away from Katie. And it's like, okay, wait, three beautiful women with great personalities can't all be on screen together and not steal each other's like sparkle and shine. Like I hate that. It's bullshit. And, you know, I will say like following Tasha and Caitlin as they were there, like they looked pretty miserable and they even confessed at some points. They're like, we're so bored. We're so miserable. And I think Caitlin had a really hard time with it. And, you know, really? the thing, yeah, I hadn't heard this. Yeah. Um, people are saying in this news article that like Caitlin kind of got like PTSD in a way, like being oh. taken back to her time as the bachelor. And I said this before, you know, like we've shared our opinions about Chris Harrison um, as much as, you know, we can uh, without like, again, like we're not the producers, like we're not the ones making the decisions. Um, but yes, we you do. don't know everything that's like kind of going. Yeah. yeah like, like we do think it's time for him. Yeah. To move on at the end of the day. But like, the thing is, is that as someone that studied journalism is a journalist has hosted different things, like what Chris Harrison does, it, it does seem very easy to so many people, but that's because he's really good at his job, right? Like you have to memorize lines so much. It's like, just yeah, natural at this point. And so mm -hmm. the rumors were that like Caitlin and Tasha did struggle with memorizing their lines, with getting their cues, which I predicted was going to happen. You know, like, yeah, you're podcast hosts, but you don't know what it's like to look at camera A, camera B, wide shot, close up. Like you mm -hmm. don't, like Chris Harrison's doing that all with one take. Turn to camera A to say this word and then like three words down, go to this like camera. Yeah. Like 
it's not that easy. They had a hard time too. And I think that Caitlin, it seems from what I've heard, had a bit more of a struggle than Tasha. She was probably frustrated, like, fuck, like, I thought I was so good. And like, I'm realizing, like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Um, and just, yeah, from what I've read, it seems like Tasha like, did a little bit better than Caitlin. I think Caitlin struggled with, you know, her memories, like, with everything that happened with her on the show. Like and for Tasha. So, yeah. And I mean, the thing is, they're both like wonderfully happy which is amazing. And they have the franchise to thank for that. Um, But I think it's very clear now that like, this is a temporary thing with these hosts coming in and out. Like, I don't think they will be hosts again. I'm sure they're going to do a lovely job, but it seemed that they both came out of this being like, whoa, that was a lot harder and a lot less fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's definitely not fun. I think that like, it's, it's funny to make like when, when we used to not hate Chris Harrison like back in the day we used to make the jokes about Chris Harrison like saying something and then going playing golf or like you know having like a lobster dinner and like they kind of played into that on Tasha season do you remember that when he was like the crabs and everything like that I'm like yeah that's that's the life we like to picture him having but it's not really the case but I'm glad because like I'm so over this one location thing that it gives me something to look forward to, to be able to see how Katie and Tasha are going to inter. I mean, Caitlin Bristow and Tasha are going to interact with Katie and vice versa. And now with Blake Moynes, it's like Tasha's ex is in the picture. Oh, wait, I Whoa. totally, I didn't even think about it that way at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like, like, I wonder if she's going to support him like, t- I could see if, I, I don't know, everybody's different, but so if I was Tasha, I'd like try to help Blake out because I feel bad. Yeah. So like, remember that awkward date when she just like sent him home? Yeah. 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 But, but if but I was Blake, I would feel super awkward trying to pursue Katie with Tasha being like two feet away. <laughs> yeah. And I think that there was a lot cut out between the two of them, like Blake and Tasha. Um, just yeah. because we were like, how did he make it this far? Like, it really doesn't make much sense. But, and I think I heard in podcast interviews and stuff that they both have said, like, you really didn't see, like, yeah, if you were watching, it made no sense, like how or why I was still there. But like, I promise you, um, there was a lot more to that. Let's talk a little bit about Paradise. We have at least three seasons we're pulling from, um, probably more. And there's also Listen to Your Heart because they definitely need somebody on the beach playing the guitar, serenading. That has to happen. And people, pandemic or not, I, I do hope a lot of these people that are traveling have, you know, maybe considered getting vaccinated or have been careful in quarantining, but given what Bachelor Nation has been doing the past year, yeah, probably not. (laughs) Um, But putting that aside, so the girls from Matt's season have just been taking over New York City. And New York is popping with Bachelor Nation people. It used to be LA, it used to be Nashville. Now it's New York City. So Caitlin specifically, who lives in Manhattan, like keep your eyes and ears out. So we have um, Abigail, Kit, um, Piper, who just got signed actually by a modeling. She's going to be a model now. Chelsea, Vaughn, all these girls. And also they tried to start a show called X's in the City, which was going to be an Instagram 
pod, or podcast. I don't know. It got yeah. taken. Yeah, it got taken down immediately because they definitely were violating their contract. Why did you guys think that you could do that? Um, they, they probably were told if you guys want to go on Paradise, you you got to you got to take it down. So they did. But everyone's hanging out. Mike Johnson. There was a picture of him like nestling like Abigail's like in her hair. Like it just looked romantic. Noah has been hanging out with all like everybody has been hanging out more than I've ever seen before. And uh, Blake, you know, from Becca's season is just like, you hate you got mad at me. You hated me for doing this. And now everybody's doing it and everybody's having sex and you know it. And I'm not the bad guy. (laughs) But Like, what does that mean for paradise? Like, are we going to go into paradise and have people from these past seasons already have hooked up and broken up by now? Like, and what's the point of them posting all of it? I don't know if they're really like all hooking up though. I guarantee you some people are definitely hooking up. I think some, I think Noah's getting around. I think, (laughs) um, (laughs) I don't know why. Why do I feel that way? Why am I, why am I singling out Noah? Noah like, cracks me up. I honestly I just think like, that he's got like the most like variety. Like he's everywhere, right? He's, he's traveling. Yeah, he's like traveling, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the traveling bachelor circus. It gets me upset because they're all in New York and I'm literally a hopscotch away. It's like, mm-hmm. can I just like get some tea of where they're going and like purposely accidentally pr- bump into them with yeah. Kaylin? <laughs> oh my God, that would be amazing. What are your hopes for paradise bachelor baby Yoda like who would you like to see paired together I mean from what I've seen like in the you know the alums hanging out I did like Abigail and Dr. Joe together I feel like they would be a good match overall I mean I kind of want to see people from Peter's season because I think they got screwed over a little bit with you know, the pandemic and paradise being canceled. So I think it'd be interesting to kind of bring them back and see like the combination of the seasons. But I don't know, overall, like, uh, you know, what you guys were saying about having, you know, all of these relationships and people hooking up and breaking up before paradise. I agree. I think it might be kind of like a repeat of season six, where there's like all this drama that's already happened and the audience doesn't get to see it. So it's like, I I wish that it was a little bit more organic, so to speak, where people are actually meeting, you know, in person. And here's my question. My question is, why do these people act like they've never had any friends before Bachelor Nation? Like, where are their real friends? <laughs> I think they all just get, like, so high on the, like, fame and, like, the opportunity and, like, this crazy new world. And they're the only people who understand it. And, I mean, I, I imagine it is quite fun if you are in the mix. Like, it must just be such, like, and they all, like, quit their jobs and. I have three words. Mm. Content, content, content. It's automatic content. Yeah, well, Game it's of like Roses. House. That's what Game of Roses said. They're, like, they're going to start making, like, instead of TikTok houses, like, they're going to, like, start making bachelor houses where they can just make content like the TikTok people do. Exactly. They probably are working on it. I bet they're, like, all in kit keenan's basement right now as we speak like uh, who knows like (laughs) but but i i agree with bachelor baby yoda that we 
are not going to get that like reaction when someone steps on the beach. It's not going to be like that same energy of like, wow, like I'm meeting her in person. But then again, like the reason why I don't think that they're hooking up with each other is because they're they're hanging out in such big groups. Like I don't see how things haven't like snitched by now. I think that Chris Randone, who is just so random to this group from the, (laughs) he, I, I really think that he's slept with at least one of the girls. I have this theory it has no grounds, really. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's going through a divorce. Like, uh, I can understand yeah. where you're coming Max from. Just had a baby. That must be tough. Yeah. Between Last Paradise yeah. and Paradise that hasn't even happened yet, a baby has been born. Is he going to be the next Amanda Stanton, who basically got engaged two seasons in a row? Well, she didn't get engaged the second season to Robbie, but she left with him. And it was just like, okay, this is awkward. Like you just got engaged last summer to Josh Murray. But I, I think that there's something between him and Kelsey for some reason. Um, Weir? Yeah, Kelsey Weir. Mm-hmm. Weir, Weir, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I could totally picture them together and he clearly likes blondes. Um, but it, yep. I just want to preface one more time for the audience that the last time I watched Bachelor in Paradise, Chris Rendon was getting married. Like, why haven't we been spitting out Bachelor in Paradise? Like, all you have to do is quarantine. Yeah. And Get a that- house in the Hamptons and shove these people in there. I don't care. <laughs> oh, true. Do we know when they head down to the beach? Um, I think in about a month. Oh, cannot. Yeah, I think they usually film, like, in early June, I think. Uh-huh. And then it comes out in, like, August. So, yeah. yeah that'll be really interesting. Um, I am excited to see. And now people are saying, like, that they hope that the show does a Love Island kind of thing where they have two separate groups of people. And then like halfway through when some of those people are gone, they merge the two together. I mean, with this many people, I feel like that it's just going to be very like complicated to watch. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we will see. But also Bachelor Baby Yoda and I were just talking in the DMs before I asked her on the show. I was like, you got to come on after we're talking about this. So I noticed (laughs) that it was Hannah Ann Sluss's birthday the other week. And literally, like, I think maybe Kelsey Weir was the only one to post, but like nobody wished her happy birthday in Bachelor Nation. And it wasn't that long ago that she was traveling with like Peter's final four. They were best friends, all like BFFs forever. Why is no one wishing her a happy birthday? What did she do, Hannah Ansles? What have you done, Martha Stewart of Bachelor Nation? I I am so curious. And I'm like wondering if she thinks she's above paradise now. I think she does. It seemed like she was trying to distance herself from the franchise with like her, just from looking at her Instagram. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Oh Um, yeah, I guess like after she left clickbait, um, but yeah, I think like the fact that nobody wished her happy birthday is super weird. Like the, the people that I saw that commented were like Sydney and I think Tammy and then Kelsey, which like, I don't think Sydney and Tammy were even close to her. So it's like, if they weren't close to her in the first place, then, you know, they probably didn't have any sort of falling out, but like, yeah, she and Maddie and she and Victoria Fuller were like best friends. So mm-hmm. what I feel like something had to happen. I think even if she's distancing herself a little bit, I don't think that just because somebody comments, I don't think she would be like, don't comment on my post. Like, I feel like something happened. I want, I don't know why I was just like so invested in like uncovering this mystery, but we have not uncovered it. 
Because <laughs> the truth is, is that if Paradise happened last year, like it was supposed to, she definitely would have been the Hannah G, who is also apparently a good friend of hers, who didn't seem to wish her a happy yes, birthday. Yes, that also that, like upset me. I was like, Hannah G, what, what are you doing? <laughs> So I don't know. I would love for her to like come onto paradise, like a little bit late and everyone be like, no, not <laughs> Hannah Ann. So yeah, keep your eyes and ears open for Hannah Ann drama. Or if you have any um, insight, please let us know. And then I think that Maddie is just going to be queen, which upsets me, but she will be queen of paradise. She has since said that her and her basketball, I think, He's a basketball player or a football player. I don't know. They've broken up. You think Maddie's going to paradise? Queen. Yeah, I think I think Maddie's going to paradise. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Going, but I don't think she's the queen. Why? Who's the queen? <laughs> I'm the queen. Uh, Abigail. The queen. <laughs> Who's the queen? Abigail. Oh, you know, could be Abigail, least- Chelsea, or Piper. I think that the girls on both of those seasons are going to have a lot of beef with each other. The, yeah, the girls from the separate seasons are so different. And regardless, you can't deny that Matt James' season was the clickiest season ever. Like the girls, yeah. it, I'm I'm glad that they like liked each other and everything, but they are super clicky. And I think that all of Batch Nation becomes clicky, to be honest with you. I don't think that, I think that if you don't put enough effort to be in, then you're out. Yeah. You know, and we all have friends like that, right? Once I start- attending one thing with my friends and they're like oh okay Melissa's back and then they call me and then if I say that I can't make it to two things in a row then I stop getting invited all together to things like that's just what happens you know it makes me think of MJ because I'm like where has MJ been because she was really queen of the mean girls JV versus varsity whatever and yeah I she's not been around so that's probably like kind of what's happening to her I think they blame her for like the mean girl edit that they got so maybe they probably oh. ostracized her yeah and I could see that all speculation here oh yeah all speculation I think that is it as far as covering all of the news there's going to be more definitely we'll keep you guys posted we didn't have that much of a chance to look into your astrology but all we have to say bachelor baby yoda is that you do have some things in common with katie who is um going to be of course our next bachelorette so you have a libra sun and Mm -hmm. you have a uh, capricorn rising and a Capricorn moon and Katie has a Capricorn sun and a Libra rising. So you're probably going to understand her vibe. Okay. And, and a Virgo moon. So that's air, earth, earth. And you're like your air, earth, earth as well. Interesting. Um, yeah. I always viewed me and Katie as like a very opposite of each other, but maybe it was just the edit that she got. Probably. <laughs> I mean, there's always, there's a lot that goes into a chart. Um, I did notice that every, like most of your chart is in the first quadrant of, Mm -hmm. of, you know, the, the, of the wheel. And what that indicates is that like, you have a lot, you put it forth a lot of attention into like your integrity and values. And just like, you always are very attuned to what other people's values may be. And you hope that. that like the social, the whole social system, like will always somehow upgrade its own values or like at, the- at least that's what you, you know, you hope for. Yeah. I, I, d- I would agree with that. 
Yeah. So you're very, very big on integrity as a whole um, with your placements. And I also thought it was interesting that I, cause I could only glance. I, I didn't have, I had the craziest day and I'm so sorry, (laughs) but I I noticed that you have um, your North node in Sagittarius in your 11th house. And I think that's very interesting because that's like fame. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It has to do with like you being out there in the world and you have like an alias, but you are out there and it shows me that you had a lot of interests like growing up like definitely you've always kept like a lot of interests and I would guess you might have changed careers a lot or you still do mm. but you you did or no it's, 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 it's um I wouldn't say change careers <laughs> but it's like I do like freelance so it's not I don't have like a you know one yeah. it's not like I've had like one specific job mm-hmm. yeah okay and well, she works like- in like indie film stuff too so like yeah you've right. always had an interest it seems like in things that um are meant the for art. Yeah, the arts meant for the public eye. Regardless, like you've had always like kept things eclectic and that's like what you're meant to do. You're meant to kind of like wear many hats as well. That's pretty awesome. And like, yeah, put yourself, put yourself out there. That's like your North Node indicates like where your path is in life, like where your, your, you know, your life path, what direction it should be. And, um, so like keeping things eclectic and versatile for you is like exactly like the right method for you to live, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of see that. I feel like during quarantine, I've tried to really tap into my more eclectic side and I am a lot happier now. So I, I feel like that's definitely a good point. That's good. That's home for you. Like, like astrology is not meant to predict the future. It, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's a nice like map in a way, you know, of like what feels right. Maybe what, why certain things don't feel right. And if, I don't know, do you have any questions? Have you ever seen an astrologer before? I haven't, but I have, um, like I've wanted to, and I know like, I don't know if you guys listen to chatty broads regularly, but they had, um, Jessica Lanyado on. So I was like very obsessed with those episodes where she did their astrological charts, But I mean, I know like the basics of astrology. I don't, um, I've like wanted to look deeper into it. I guess like, what does it say about, you know, like struggles and things like that? Oh, that your, your Chiron is in Leo. So you could, you could be, I don't know which house, let me, I have to check which house it's in, but you could, you could struggle with like putting yourself out there and like getting attention and stuff like that. You might not feel comfortable with that. Well, that Mm -hmm. makes sense because that's how bachelor baby Yoda you have a you have a fake thing but I mean do like putting yourself out there sometimes it also means that you've wanted it but for some weird reason like there were things that kind of like came in the way of it Mm -hmm. I mean mean? I'm definitely very introverted so I think I feel like when I was younger especially like definitely struggled with um yeah like being vocal and like opening up and things yeah It can, it can work in, it can work in different, in different modalities where it's like something that you always strive to have, but like it would always end up turning out negatively, or it's something that you always associated in fear, meaning like if I get attention, then that means X, Y, or Z could happen. So I'm better off like 
mm-hmm. staying back, staying, you know what I mean? Like staying, staying quiet, but what Chiron is the great healer. So it doesn't mean that that's where you settle at. It's just some, it's, it could be a difficulty, but you can also help so many people with that. Maybe as you learn to shine more, you help others learn to shine more and become more comfortable. You could speak to other people that are also introverted. Like you speak their mind, you speak their language, like you get them and you honestly are so funny. So I think that that's how like humor is like the great connector. So I think everything's working out really well, but like 5% me and like 95 baby Yoda. (laughs) Right. It's like a thing. Yeah. It's a great, thank goodness for baby Yoda, um, that he gets to like shine, you know, shine (laughs) and expose how funny you are and be that modality. I I do think that the connection between you and Katie, the whole like joking around with the dildo does throw people off. Yeah. (laughs) But I do see a lot of her actions being very like integrity based. Yeah. Like with the times that she's come up to Matt James during the season or like stood Mm -hmm. up for someone or whatever, you know, she did and, or stand up to um, Victoria. Like, I think that was all like integrity based as well for her. And uh, Capricorn represents that part. So like when there's a, there's a form of astrology where like you divide the wheel and each quadrant by like a cardinal sign. And when there's a lot in the first quadrant that like leans towards Capricorn, you even have a Capricorn stellium. Mm -hmm. So if you start seeing like Capricorns that you drive with, uh, you're, that's probably why you and Justin takes the badge. Um, Justin, yeah, Justin takes the batch too. He right? had a lot of Capricorn in his chart as well. Okay, interesting. Yeah, he and I definitely like jive very well. Yeah. <laughs> and also, your birthday's the day after mine. I'm older than you, but whoa. <laughs> oh yeah, Libras. <laughs> I remember every time I post something about a Libra and Bachelor Nation, you always say something. <laughs> I do. I feel like we are not like represented by the best people because we had I mean you know Rachel with especially like during her whole scandal and then there's Dale who was you know very like clout chasing um at a certain point in time and I'm trying to think like Victoria Fuller yeah Victoria Fuller true Crystal I feel like I am (laughs) very similar to Victoria Fuller really like not in like a, I don't know because I know a lot of people really don't like her <laughs> but no, just the way that she acted on Peter's season I I found it to be like very relatable to how I more so used to be I don't necessarily I think I have evolved a little bit but I think her and I are very similar I, don't know. I hope <laughs> I hope she's evolved too I think we'll definitely yeah. see her <laughs> I think she has on Paradise. I don't hate Victoria Fuller yeah, I don't hate her anymore. I mean, she's gorgeous. I'm honestly jealous of her. Yeah. Like when I like look at her Instagram and she's modeling like all of her Fenty lingerie. I'm like, Jesus, she's a smart aleck. I like it. Yeah. Peter couldn't handle her. I don't think. Oh no. my God. <laughs> I think Pete is just like the littlest weenie ever. Right? <laughs> Wait, but with the Victoria Fuller thing, what was like what happened with like that fish thing that she was modeling for like that was okay so as far as I know it was like that she had modeled like a blank shirt and that they had photoshopped that we love Marlon's 
uh, logo and then some of the some of their or she had modeled for we love marlins and then one of their logos was the white white lives matter yeah and they had photoshopped it onto a shirt that she modeled for so i think it was like she truly didn't know that she was modeling that particular um like saying when she modeled the shirt that's but um, I'm not like a hundred percent sure. Marketing move from the company. It was supposed to be like white marlins, the fish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't like talking about humans, but yeah, it was still a really insensitive, stupid idea. Oh yeah, yeah definitely um, very insensitive. That. Well, hopefully we will get to see um, more of all of these people in paradise. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Bachelor Baby Yoda. Uh, tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram. I think it's pretty easy, but <laughs> of course, thank you so much for having me. So yeah, my Instagram is at bachelor baby Yoda and I'm definitely a lot more active when like once the season starts and I've been trying to make a lot of like filters lately. So really check those out. Um, yeah. And yeah, baby Yoda memes all day, every day. So fun. I could use all the filters. Oh yeah. And yesterday was May 4th. So May the yeah. 4th thank you and happy Cinco de Mayo as well. Thank yes. you. Happy Cinco de Mayo to y'all too. Thank you guys all so much for joining us. Please follow us on Instagram at throw it batch pod. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us a, a review, DM us, um, and we'll give you a shout out and we'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Bye.